great job, even Baby B. I commend you for even standing up here on the stage. Good job. He wouldn't even get up there a long time ago. While back, he wasn't even fooling with y'all. Not even going to get on this stage. So the next time they do it, he's going to sing. Yes. Amen. We are um, on the last Sunday in September. September 30th at that. Switch mics. I'm going to switch mics. Thank you. I got a lot of feedback. Thank you. Um, last Sunday, September, we're going to be embarking upon October. Tomorrow, actually. It'll be October 1st. And next Sunday, we will be um, in full-fledged October because it'll be October 7th by the time we get to next Sunday. Um, and so we are going to be full-fledged in the fall season. Amen. So in fall, we focus on the harvest. Amen. We're gonna, what seeds did you sow during the time of sowing? You will look forward to getting back in the harvest season. Amen. Let's hope we had seeds that we sowed that were the type of seeds that we want to get the harvest back that we want. Amen. If not, just say, Lord, please let me have crop failure. <laughs> if you know that you sow some seeds you don't want to reap the harvest on, you better be praying for crop failure. Amen. Amen. We are going to, uh, <laughs> y'all going to catch that on the way home. Um, we are going to be um, enjoying one another after service today. We have hot dogs and chips. We're going to have a little hot dog bar um, with toppings. Um, our guests will be served first, amen, and then we will um, be able to serve our children and so on and so forth, amen. So we're looking forward to that time of fellowship. I wanted to talk a little bit before um, the word about the... Um, Upcoming Women's Retreat, our Queen's Retreat 2018. Sister Shakia, can you come help me real quick? Um, yes. Sister Hardin, maybe I should say that, Sister Hardin. Um, she is going to be passing out um, in these envelopes as well. Um, our retreat is November 2nd to the 4th. Um, it is, all the information is on the flyer. It's our, our, uh, the woman God sees is our theme and all of the instructions and information you need to know should be on the flyer. If you have any questions, you can ask me, um, the payments need to be given to sister Shaikia. So I wanted to make sure you guys knew that. And the hotel we're staying at is the Jewelry Inn and Suites. So to find out what the, the amenities are, just go to jewelryhotels.com and you can find that out. Trust me, there's a pool. <laughs> um, we wouldn't be going if there wasn't a pool. <laughs> so yes, there's a pool there and it's in Dayton, Ohio. So I'm looking forward to it. I wanted to encourage you all if you... Um, are on the bubble. This is not just a retreat you want to be at. This is a retreat that you need to be at. 
So we will need to, uh, you may need to make some arrangements. You may need to make some sacrifices. You may need to make some changes in your schedule. But I'm encouraging all women to be there to help with the cost. Now, let me tell you this. Uh, the cost is $75 um, for adults, $50 for children. We had to um, incorporate our daughters, and they do have to have a cost attached because the room's not free, the food's not free, and all the rest of that. So um, $75 for ladies, $50 for kids, uh, girls up to 18 years old. But most uh, women's retreats, I actually had an invitation to a women, uh, pastor's wives retreat. It was $150 uh, per person, four people in a room. Um, so $75, four people in a room is a deal. Trust me. Um, so with that in consideration, I still understand that financially it still may be a struggle Okay, uh, we may have to allocate funds and all that um, in our personal finances. What we uh, and Pastor has agreed to, um, we're going to host dinner fundraisers every Sunday in October to help offset the cost for everyone. Okay, so that whatever money is raised won't go toward one person, it'll go to the overall total across the board. So then everyone would pay less. Amen. 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 So we're not going to start that this Sunday because Pastor wanted everyone to have a heads up, you know, to let you know. So your hot dogs will be free today. <laughs> if you just want to, and this is really to the men, if you just want to bless us, we will not turn it down. Okay, but, you know, we're not charging for the hot dogs this Sunday. Um, but next Sunday, uh, Sister Shaki has already volunteered to provide the, the meal for next Sunday's. So just come prepared, gentlemen, amen, amen, to help support the queens, amen, amen, hallelujah. How many of y'all are excited about the retreat? Hallelujah, I'm excited about the retreat. I don't care if it's four people in one room, we retreating, I'm just saying. Okay, amen. Turn with me in your Bible to Ephesians, the third chapter. I will not hold you long today. But I wanted to share with you that which the Lord has laid upon my heart to share with you today as we wrap up the month of September and going into October, wanting to prepare ourselves for more of him. Amen. Wanting to, uh, in, in, in so many words, hibernate ourselves in him. Amen. This is a season in which we can truly steal ourselves away to the Lord. At Ephesians chapter 3, we're going to start, and I'm reading from the New King James Version. <clears throat> I'm reading from the New King James Version. I'm going to read it in its entirety. Um, for this reason, I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus, for you Gentiles, if indeed you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which was given to me for you, how that by revelation he made known to me the mystery, as I have briefly written already 
by which you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ, which in other ages was not made known to the sons of men, as it has now been revealed by the Spirit to his holy apostles and prophets, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ through the gospel, of which I became a minister according to the gift of the grace of God given to me by the effective working of his power. If you have a Bible that you can write in or make notes in, underline his power. To me, who am less than the least of all the saints, this grace was given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to make all see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the ages has been hidden in God who created all things through Christ, Jesus Christ to the intent that now the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church to the principalities and powers in the heavenly places according to the eternal purpose which he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through faith in him. Therefore, I ask that you do not lose heart at my tribulations for you, which is your glory. For this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the, whole, in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God, underlying fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power underlying the power that works in us to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this opportunity, this assignment, this time to delve into your word and dive into it, Father, so that we can receive what you have for us. Lord, let your word be like a seed that is planted in good ground and harvested, oh God, in its season so that it brings forth the fruit you desire it to bring forth. We thank you now that every hearer of the word is a receiver recipient of your voice. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We're going to talk about being Holy Spirit filled, Holy Spirit led, and Holy Spirit controlled. 
Holy Spirit filled, Holy Spirit led, Holy Spirit controlled. Most of the time when we talk about the Holy Spirit, we're somewhere in the book of Acts, mainly the second chapter, and we are, uh, we're mainly focusing on the account in which the disciples were in the upper room and they had the encounter with the Holy Spirit for the first time and he came in like a mighty rushing wind and he filled everyone and they had tongues that appeared of clothing uh, uh, fire, clothes of fire on their tongues and people thought they were drunk and it, did any of this sound familiar to you? We mainly focus on that when we talk about the Holy Spirit and being Holy Spirit filled but can I tell you that it is beyond the experience. Being Spirit filled is beyond the experience of just experiencing the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Oh yes it's, it's a part of it and, and, and that's where it gets started but that's not where it finishes that's not where it ends being holy spirit filled being holy spirit led and being holy spirit controlled is the only way we will live a successful life in the kingdom is the only way you will be an overcomer is the only way you can be more than a conqueror is the only way you can walk right talk right live right give right is the only way you can please god Holy Spirit feel, Holy Spirit led, and Holy Spirit control. What does Ephesians 3 have to do with that? Well, first of all, we must understand that we are filled with his power. We, it's important to acknowledge what spirit, and that's why I say Holy Spirit, because there's some people filled with a spirit, but it's not the Holy Spirit. And so being just plainly spirit filled isn't enough because you can be filled with a spirit that is not of God. And you're walking around here thinking that you of God because he presents himself what like a sheep. But he's really a wolf in sheep's clothing. So when you are operating in a spirit that is not like God, it looks like the Holy Spirit. It sounds like the Holy Spirit. It even has the tendency to act like the Holy Spirit. But if you take a deeper, closer examination, you find that it's not the Holy Spirit at all. And how do we determine that it's not the Holy Spirit? It's right here in Ephesians 3. You have to be filled with all the fullness of God. And if you're filled with all the fullness of God, you will know how to love. Mm, you mean to tell me that one of the indications of being filled with the Holy Spirit is is that I know how to love. Honey, you will know them by the love that they show. That's the Bible. If I don't know how to love, how can I say I'm walking around in the Holy Spirit? How can I say I'm spirit, Holy Spirit filled, Holy Spirit led, and Holy Spirit controlled if I can't control my mouth? If I can't control my attitude? If I can't control my personality? Oh, yes, I know. That's how you are. I know that you've been like that all your whole life. Listen, we all have character flaws help your neighbor say neighbor you got a character flaw I don't know if you knew this or not I don't know I don't know I don't know but I just want you to know you have character flaws we all have character flaws but the problem is when your character supersedes the Holy Spirit that is the problem so if I'm Holy Spirit filled, Holy Spirit led, and Holy Spirit control, my character flaws, they fade in the background. 
And the very personification of the Holy Spirit comes to the forefront. I was speaking to someone yesterday and I said, you know, I, I apologize a whole lot. I do. I apologize a whole lot because there are moments and times when I recognize that myself has gotten in the way. And rather than operate in self, we have to get to the point where we understand that God is pleased when we can take a back seat to the Holy Spirit and treat one another right and say, you know what, I was, I'm sorry because I was wrong the way that I said what I said. I'm sorry because what I did was foul. I'm sorry because I did have a, an opinion and I judged you without even knowing what your circumstance was. I'm sorry. Why do we want to be Holy, Holy Spirit filled, Holy Spirit led, and Holy Spirit controlled? Because it's important to know that he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. We go around reciting this scripture all the time, exceedingly abundantly above all I can ask, I think, according to the power. And we, uh, and we just skip right over according to the power like it doesn't mean anything. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you ask or think, but it's contingent upon the power that is working in you. What's the power that's working in you? What kind of power do you have? How many of y'all are iPhone people? Just raise your hand real quick. <laughs> iPhone family. Represent, represent. How many of y'all are Android? Don't be ashamed and embarrassed. It's okay. Now this is something you will find. And how many of y'all are some other kind of phone? Okay, it's all right. It's all right, baby. It's all right. We find really quickly, really quickly, when your phone loses juice, that it makes a difference what kind of phone you have. Because if you are nowhere near your power cord and you need some juice, you can't ask an Android user, can I use your cord if you got an iPhone? Why not? What? Are you kidding? If you have an Android phone, can you ask an iPhone user to use their cord. Why not? It's not compatible. It don't fit. So why is it that you keep trying to plug your source into a power source that don't fit your lifestyle? It's not going to give you the power that you need. You're not going to get juiced up. You're not going to get filled up. All you're going to do is be frustrated because you are losing and losing and losing power by the second. I don't know about y'all, but I don't know what happened. That, that upload they had us do, that, the, what was that, that, uh, you know, when they, in that installation they have you do with the iPhone a couple years ago, and it actually killed your battery on purpose. Apple killed their own product on purpose. Why do you think they did that? They want you to go buy another one. And they want you to keep buying another one so you get addicted to Apple and only buy Apple because I need to have power. They knew people needed power so badly that they created a demand so it needed to be filled. 
So this is why you have to constantly fill yourself with the Holy Spirit. God created in you a desire, a need for you to be filled with his spirit. But you know, it's not a one-time thing. So you have to what? Constantly renew that power source. I got, oh, what? I'm losing battery? Oh, no, no, no. I got to change this. This situation got to change. So what is it that I have to do to make sure I'm not losing juice, that I'm not losing power on a daily basis? See, what you used to do when you got filled with the Holy Spirit, the first experience you had, that's not going to work for you a year from now. It's not going to work for you five years from now. You got to change it up. You got to do something different. You can't use that same iPhone and think that battery going to last you all day. It's not going to work. So you got to go buy the upgrade. And many of you have to upgrade your spiritual walk in Christ. You can't operate on that same level anymore. You got to upgrade your prayer life. You got to upgrade your word life. You got to upgrade your relationship with him. Because his ability to do exceedingly and abundantly in your life is contingent upon it. You want bigger results, you got to have bigger power. If you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit, you got to understand that you must be emptied of self. Oh, God gave me this whole thing with the phones. And I said, Lord, I don't even, Lord, I don't even know where you're going with this, but I'm going to roll with you. And, and, and he said, you know how you, you, you download all kind of apps on your phone, you know, apps you think you're going to use, apps you used to use, apps, 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 till you can't download not one more. Not one more. You ain't got no space. You have no room. And God said, you know, that is the problem. It's because we keep dragging around stuff we're not going to use anymore. Oh, that got you uh, through that last critical moment in your life. But you don't need that anymore. Stop trying to create monuments to the move of God and understand that the move of God is just that. It is a movement. You got to move with the cloud by day and the fire by night. It's wonderful to have a dynamic experience in the Lord. We had a dynamic experience in the Lord last Sunday, did we not? But we can't create a monument to that. So we got to come in here the next Sunday expecting for fresh manna, expecting for the Holy Spirit to move in an entirely different way. Why? Because the problems that I had last week, even if they look the same this week, they have a whole nother complication to them tomorrow. So I need a fresh down of the Holy Spirit uh, so that I can deal with it uh, so that I can handle it uh, because I need him to do exceedingly abundantly above all I can ask or think uh, according to the power that's at work within me. Uh, That means he's going to blow your mind. Uh, He's going to do more than what you expected him to do. Uh, That means even within yourself uh, he's going to go outside of your zone uh, to do what he needs to do in you Uh, If you got the power. If you have the power. 
He said that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love. I said, Lord, what love got to do with it? We talking about the Holy Spirit. What love got to do with it? Everything. Because it was his love that gave you the ability to have eternal life. It was his love that put you in a position so that you could even make a request of the Father. It was his love. And if you don't, if you don't love him, how can you love somebody else thank you he said how can you say that you love me when you don't love your brother that you see every day can I tell you it's impossible to operate in the Holy Spirit and be full of hate at the same time it's impossible it's impossible it's impossible to be a nasty Christian and be full of the Holy Spirit at the same time. It's impossible. So then I have to ask, are you really filled with the Holy Spirit? It's impossible to be an habitual liar and filled with the Holy Spirit. Then I have to ask, are you, are you really filled with the Holy Spirit? It's impossible to be caught up in an adulterous relationship and caught up and caught up to it no longer a temptation. But this is just your second lifestyle, your part time job. I have to ask, are you filled with the Holy Spirit? It's impossible. Oh, I see church people doing it all the time, but are they filled with the Holy Spirit? That's the question. Because when you become Holy Spirit filled, you become Holy Spirit led. And once you become Holy Spirit led, you become Holy Spirit controlled. And if you're controlled by the Holy Spirit, you will not do willingly what hurts God's heart. My God. If you love him and you embrace him and you say, I want to be Holy Spirit led. I want to be Holy Spirit controlled. You got to move out the way. The, it, it, yourself must be emptied in order for him to fill you. That means the way you think doesn't matter anymore. That means what you feel about a situation doesn't really matter anymore. I can't tell you how many times I've apologized for things I didn't even do. I wasn't even guilty of it. It's one thing in particular, and it gnaws at me every now and then because I said, Lord, you know I was innocent. You know I'm not guilty. But I had to apologize for it as if I was. Why? Because that's what the Holy Spirit wanted me to do. I don't know why, but I know what he wanted me to do. And I was obedient to that. And out of it, the blessing of the Lord came. But every now and then I got to tell myself, don't worry about that no more. You can't even worry about that. It ain't even none you even need to focus on. Why? Because my old self is dead and that's got to die with it. 
when you are Holy Spirit filled, Holy Spirit led, and Holy Spirit controlled, you understand that it's no longer you in the driver's seat and God is in the passenger seat and he's giving you directions. He's not your GPS. He is the one in the driver's seat and you're the one trying to figure out where y'all going. Lord, what you want me to do today? I dare you to ask him tomorrow morning when you wake up. Lord, what do you want me to do today? Now, don't be like the Lord didn't want me to go to work today. We'll all hear that in the spirit. I think I heard the Lord say, I need to stay home. Get caught up with my DVR shows. Now, you know he ain't said that. But Lord, what do you want me to say today? How do you want me to interact with others? Father, lead and direct my conversation. Lord, when you ask him that, I'm going to give y'all a warning. I'm going to help y'all. Didn't nobody help me. You better be prepared for folk to get on your first, middle, and last nerve. And the Holy Spirit, if you allow him to, will help you navigate through all of it. He will help you see things in a way you never would have seen them before. He will give you knowledge of information that you didn't have knowledge of before. Have you ever had information just fall in your lap? That happens to pastor and us all the time. Information we didn't even know, didn't even, wasn't even looking for. Boop, there it is. My kids used to always wonder, did we have some kind of spies on them? Because we would know that there were things that they did, and we didn't even, we weren't even there. Didn't they didn't even say nothing, didn't even allude to it, and we'd be like, yep, mm -hmm, I know you did this, this, and how did you know? Holy Spirit, baby. He reveals. Being Holy Spirit filled, Holy Spirit led, and Holy Spirit controlled will help you in ways you never even expected. Problems, situations, circumstances, temptations. You didn't even know how to get out of yourself. It's like being in the midst of a maze and not being able to find your way out. Having the Holy Spirit is like having your personal personal assistant leading you by the way oh we need to go this way oh we need to go oh, okay okay and then you out and everybody else is confused about where they need to go the holy spirit i just wanted to encourage you today in the word to be spirit filled holy spirit filled holy spirit led and holy spirit controlled if you take nothing else from this word today understand that to be filled with the holy spirit you must be emptied of yourself come on say this with me it's not about me it's all about god none of me all of him Hallelujah. Come on, stand to your feet today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord.